0: Welcome to In Conversation with SiegVac, the podcast adding a little more color to your day. Thanks for turning on the new episode of our podcast, In Conversation. My name is Natalie Müller-Sensen and I will moderate today's episode for you. So in our last podcast with Matthieu Carny, Head of Digital Printing, we talked about the continuously evolving requirements at the packaging printing. For example, less working capital, decreasing job lengths, higher flexibility needs. The growing demand for sustainability so the list of driving factors is long but one fact was clear digital printing is a growing segment and today we would like to talk about uv printing with my guest dr ralf muller head of sales uv inkjet emir at siegwerk so a very welcome ralf could you please introduce yourself
1: Hi, Nathalie. And uh, first of all, thanks for having me. Sure, happy to introduce myself. So I have a background in chemistry, actually. Um, I joined Siegwerk in 2015 in the corporate development um, department. So specifically in the new business development team, one of our main tasks was analyzing new markets, new technologies, which then basically led to the acquisition of the UV inkjet ink for single pass packaging and label printing of the company Akfa in 2018, where then basically I supported the post-merger integration and moved into an operational role in the newly formed business unit inkjet. And since 2020, I'm head of sales for UV inkjet ink in EMEA.
0: Okay, thanks for your introduction, Ralf. As mentioned today, we would like to talk about UV inkjet inks. And Siegwerk's inkjet business is divided into UV and water-based inkjet solutions.
1: Correct. So we believe that basically water-based and UV inkjet ink solutions are essential to address the complexity of the whole packaging and label markets. So the technology split in inkjet is actually quite similar to the technology split in analog printing. So water-based inkjet technology is today mainly used for paper-based substrates or applications on thin films where product safety aspects are critical, while UV inkjet is more prominent on thicker polymeric polymeric substrates um, such as labels or, for example, for directly printing on three-dimensional objects such as bottles, tubes, or cups, but also on aluminum foils for blister and pharma applications and, of course, the, let's say, classical digital coding and marking applications. So applying variable data, barcodes, QR codes. And in addition, all applications where high gloss, color brilliance or mechanical and high chemical resistance are essential, UV inkjet is the technology of choice today.
0: Um, So if the application segments of water-based and UV inkjet are similar to Siegwerk's analog business units. What led the decision of creating a separate business unit for Inkjet?
1: So the Inkjet market is um, focused on an OEM business model approach today, which is also the approach we follow in our Inkjet business. So compared to our analog business units in inkjet we do not sell our inks directly to the printers and converters but instead we exclusively sell to the equipment manufacturers which then further distribute our inks to their customers which then are the printers and the converters so due to this different approach in the ink supply model a separate business unit made sense
0: Mm, interesting and what's the reason behind the OEM-oriented approach? So what is the idea behind that?
1: So first and foremost, the OEM business model guarantees a simple and carefree press operation for the end user, so for the print operator. We specifically design our inks to the print systems of our OEM partners, so especially towards their dedicated uh, printhead technology of choice. So like this, we make sure that the ink not only delivers the best print performance, but we also prevent technical issues such as material incompatibilities or clogging of the printheads. So if the users of a single-pass inkjet printer would be free to use any third-party inks they can find on the market, system damage would probably occur rather soon. So with determining the ink used on their print systems, the equipment manufacturer can make sure to grant the maximum usability and lifetime of their print systems. So also usually the OEM offers uh, maintenance and service contracts to their customers. Because even with the best ink designed for a print system, at some point the printheads will need to be replaced. So in the end, the printheads can be considered a consumable in an inkjet system. So usually they operate for several years without issues, but at some point they will have to be replaced, which is then covered by the maintenance contract of the OEM. So, and on top, as inkjet is still a rather young technology in packaging and labels, the print systems need to be as affordable as possible. So, in order to enable the OEMs to grow their press fleet and develop the market, they need to profit from the ink sales as well.
0: Okay, so just to make it clear, you only supply inkjet inks to OEM partners and not to their end users, right?
1: So, in general, yes. So, we strictly oppose any direct business with end users on the backs of the equipment manufacturers. However, we ourselves do offer to all our OEM partners direct supply to their print system users under specific contracts if they are interested to do so. So like this, the OEM can leverage our global supply footprint and benefit from our technical service directly to the printer if there should be any questions regarding the inks.
0: Okay, so CQX business model for inkjet differs from classical analog business approach, right? How else do inkjet inks differ from conventional inks, for example, in terms of formulation?
1: I mean, there are significant technical differences when formulating a UV inkjet ink compared to a, a conventional UV ink. There are mainly two restrictions arising from the working principle of uh, drop-on-demand um, inkjet printheads. There are restrictions on viscosity and on the pigment, uh, so the particle sizes used. First of all, the viscosity used in UV inkjet is much, much lower than what we are used to in, for example, UV Flexo technology. So depending on the type of printhead, uh, we are usually formulating our UV inkjet inks in the range of 5 to 12 millipascal seconds. So of course, this drastically limits the choice of raw materials we can use, especially when looking at the main part of the formulation, which is the monomeric part. So at such low viscosity ranges, it is not possible to use any bigger molecular structures like oligomers, which creates a challenge when formulating migration-optimized ink, for example. And even the selection of monomers and additives overall is limited. So the choice of suitable raw materials to formulate our inks is drastically reduced compared to what we can use for conventional UV inks. Then on the pigment side, we can only use a limited amount of pigment, as it again influences the viscosity of the formulation. And on top, we need to grind the pigments to ultra-fine dispersions in order to prevent printed clogging or sedimentation in the print system. So we need dedicated milling procedures to obtain small particles with a very narrow size distribution. So typically, particle sizes in our UV inkjet inks are in the range of 150 nanometers and below, and we do not use more than a few percent of pigment.
0: Wow. What about specialty inks? Is this something UV Inkjet can keep up with conventional UV inks? What do you think?
1: So also there, the particle size restriction definitely limits the ability to formulate special effect inks such as mirror-like metallics or or any special effect varnishes. So however, these specialties are today widely used in narrow web segments for label finishing. So while UV inkjet can today deliver print quality on the level of UV Flexo, this is definitely something where UV inkjet is still struggling.
0: Hmm. And are there any development efforts you can already mention to us?
1: So yes, definitely. We have just recently finished a joint development with our partners, Zyko and Integration Technology, and we have successfully released a new jettable mud varnish, So which to our knowledge is the first available mud varnish that can be applied by UV inkjet. So, mud effects are specifically challenging for inkjet applications because you need big particles which can then break the surface structure of the cured ink film in order to diffuse the light and lead to a mud appearance instead of the glossy surface you usually obtain from UV-cured inks. But as mentioned previously, big particles and inkjet are not a good match, so this was a very special challenge to overcome. In the end, we managed to find the right balance between particles, which are big enough to generate a mud effect, but not too big so that they would be critical for the print head. So we specifically developed this mud varnish for the Zyko RC1536 head because of its big nozzles and the true recirculation feature, which keeps the mud particles well dispersed and in movement to prevent sedimentation and clogging. And we obtained great results using the ZycoHead. And by now, we even received very good feedback from users operating other printheads such as Konica Minolta um, and Ricoh Systems. So we are really optimistic that this development can help UV inkjet technology to further strengthen its position in the narrow web markets.
0: Fantastic achievements. Great. So would you say that's a joint development success with partners along the whole value chain?
1: Definitely, yeah. The development truly shows the importance of collaboration between different stakeholders and what can be achieved when combining the technical expertise of different companies and that even big challenges can be overcome successfully when working together.
0: Challenges. So this is a big uh, word. Let's talk about challenges now. Which role does product safety play in this regard?
1: So specifically for any UV application, product safety is an important factor which must not be disregarded. So... We don't need to be shy around the fact that our migration-optimized UV inkjet inks are one of the best in the market when it comes to critical applications such as nutrition, pharma, and healthcare. So we are using proprietary technology based on reactive monomers and polymeric foot initiators, which not only are compliant to all the regulations and guidelines, but which also make sure that if properly used, the printed product Exhibits the lowest migration risk possible. So, nevertheless, not every application is an easy fit with UV inkjet, and especially when confronted with set of risk or thin substrate materials, a proper risk and migration assessment is inevitable. So, That's why we see it as one of our key tasks to properly make our customers aware of any associated risks when using UV-curable inks and guide them through all the aspects of assessing and analyzing their process and the final result. So however, for us, product safety goes beyond migration-optimized inks for food and pharma packaging, so basically the consumer protection so we often had to realize that people assume that the liquid migration optimized inks are less harmful than other standard UV inks, which is actually not at all the case. So safety of the press operators plays a very important role in our perspective which is why we formulate all our uv inkjet inks to be free of any cancerogenic, mutagenic, or reprotoxic substances, so that the exposure risk to the people handling the liquid inks on the press is as low as possible. So... That's why it's so important to have a dedicated team of experts, which constantly uh, monitors the evolution around uh, hazardous assessments and classifications of raw materials used in UV curable formulations, so that we can proactively phase out any potential substances of concern, as we already did in the past and as we will continue to do in the future.
0: Okay, yeah, thanks for this uh, detailed explanation. I think it's clear now for everybody how important PSR is for UV inkjettings. I ask uh, Mathieu also a question or the same question I'm going to ask you, but I would like to get your view on these questions. I would like to know what are the benefits of working with Siegwerk as a partner in UV inkjet?
1: In my perspective, one of the biggest benefits of working with Siegwerk and UV Inkjet is that you can be sure that you are working with a reliable, well-proven technology, which will not disappoint you in terms of quality or stability. So we are closely and constantly working with all the stakeholders in the inkjet world to make sure that we are supplying the right solutions dedicated to get the best out of your application. And In case we should not have the right solution already available for your job, you can be sure that we are dedicated to develop it for you. So whether it's specific spot colors, a very difficult substrate or an exceptional process, we will always continue to work on our formulations to get the desired outcome that you want. The first drop of
0: ink is the last step in the process. So that is the message you and your colleagues set around inkjet so what do you mean by this
1: so as one of the leading ink manufacturers to the packaging industry we fully understand the complexity of all packaging applications and processes so it's not limited to only printing it's about the packaging performance handling in the filling lines marketing aspects and much much more So we are in constant exchange with printers, converters, equipment manufacturers, and brand owners. So if you're engaging into new markets, technology, or new projects around packaging, it's always a good idea to start with engaging your ink manufacturer, because we can guide you from an idea to the first successful print. So don't hesitate to contact us at Siegwerk.
0: Great. Thanks, Ralf. Unfortunately... Our time is up. Thanks for being my guest today, Ralph. It was really interesting. And I'm looking forward to welcome you soon in the future for an update on this topic, maybe.
1: Of course, anytime. Happy to come again. Um, thank you too, Natalie. It was a pleasure. And if anybody's interested in more personal dialogue, please don't hesitate to reach out to me either via LinkedIn or just send me an email via our official contact address, which is contact.inkjet at siegwerk.com.
0: And one last thing I would like to add is a a big thank you to all our listeners out there. Keep an eye on our future episodes of In Conversation and turn on again. Goodbye and have a nice day.